At Urban Farm Podcast, we are all about education, and April is Foliar Feeding Month. Have you heard of it? It is a super simple application of spraying liquid organic fertilizer on your trees and garden plants. The leaves, branches, and trunks are incredible at absorbing nutrients. And if your soil isn't great or your pH is off, foliar feeding is a quick and long-lasting fix to get your plants the nutrients they need. Want to learn more? Join us for our free online webinar on how to apply this amazing process to your gardens and fruit trees. Visit urbanfarm.org to sign up. That's urbanfarm.org. Greetings, urban farmers, gardeners, and healthy food visionaries. Farmer Greg here, and welcome to the 641st episode of the Urban Farm Podcast, where every day we work together to educate and inspire you to become part of your food revolution. Today is Farmer Friday, a quick gardening tidbit. Each episode will feature less than 10 minutes of essential content for your growing success. Today, we're talking with Christy Wilhelmy of GardenNerd.com about garden soil prep for success. Today, we're talking with Christy Wilhelmy of GardenNerd.com about garden soil prep for success. Welcome, Christy. Thanks. I'm happy to be here. I am so glad you're back again. I love our chats. Thank you. Yeah, we kind of go off, don't we? Yes, yes, we do. <laughs> Absolutely. So garden soil prep for success. I am a huge proponent of the single biggest, most important, spectacular thing you can do in your garden is build healthy soil. So it sounds like that's where we're going. So let's jump in. That's right. The foundation of a healthy garden and your garden is really only as good as its soil. So we want to facilitate life above ground as well as below ground with the soil food web, which you are probably familiar with. But the you know soil food web is that network of fungi, bacteria, protozoa, nematodes, and all the other stuff that coexists in the soil. And our job is to make sure we give them something to feed on so they can bring nutrients to our plants. That's really the long and the short of it. So I'm all about making sure that your soil microbes have what they need to give Mm. your plants what they need. Great. So what do our soil microbes need? They need humic acids and they need sugars. That's the starting point for bacteria and fungi. And so, you know, the plants will exude that. And so, but you can also add them by putting down compost and worm castings and compost tea and worm tea. Those things will help feed your soil microbes and also inoculate compost tea in particular will inoculate your soil with more microbes to increase the population because the population will decrease over time, especially if we're using chlorinated water to water our gardens with oh, yes. their antimicrobial, right? So, yep. Yeah. And so I want my three biggest things to use are compost, compost tea and worm castings. Oh, and fourth mulch because mulch is a fungal food. So if you are doing no-till gardening, you can just layer these things on top of the garden and the microbes will work their way, you know, they'll surface and pull those nutrients down and that organic mass down to break it down and work it into the soil themselves. If you are working with compacted soil and you need to break it up, I tell people to give their tiller to someone they hate and let them ruin their soil, (laughs) but I'm not opposed to, you know, broad forking or using a digging fork to loosen compacted soils and just lift it and just get it loose enough and then put down those nutrients, the compost, work that in. 
because of course compost works as a as a sponge for sandy soil and a an aerator for compacted clay soil yep. so it's the solution it's the soil nirvana solution for both of those problems great so i want you to explain a couple things for us while i got okay. you here what's yes. a broad fork broad fork it looks like a giant rake Usually it's as tall as a person, uh -huh. the, the handles are as tall as a person. And then it's got this long flat metal bit that you step on and attached to the bottom of that metal bit are usually 10 to, you know, between five and 10 to 12 tines that dig into the soil. So you step on it, you push it into the soil and then you rock that, those handles back toward the ground. And it basically heaves up the soil without totally chopping up the network of fungal connections and everything. So you're lifting and aerating the soil without totally frappeing it with a tiller. Wow. Nice. I, I've seen yeah. them in action before. I've never actually used one and they look really cool. Yeah, I haven't either because my garden is very small. So I use a digging fork for the same. You can use a digging fork if you have a mm -hmm. small space garden. So a four by four bed or a four by eight bed, you don't need a broad fork. But if you're talking about like a hundred foot row in the ground, then that's a that's for you. That's yeah. the tool for you. Yeah. Awesome. And compost tea and worm tea. Explain a little bit more about that so that we can kind of grasp it. Sure. I, I'm When I refer to compost tea and worm tea, I'm not talking about taking compost or worm castings and putting it in a bag and soaking it overnight in a bucket of water. That is what would be called an extraction where you're basically massaging the soil bag and it's extracting what microbes exist in that soil, in the compost or the worm castings uh -huh. and pulling it out into the water. What I'm talking about is active or aerated compost tea, ACT, where you're using a pump in a bucket of water uh -huh. that has food in it to feed the microbes that are coming out of that bag of compost or, or worm tea or worms, worm casting. Sorry, my words today, it's early. It's right. um, and so it's pulling those guys out, but it's also feeding them so they can multiply. So by the time you finish brewing a bucket of tea, for 18 to 24 hours and no more because then they start to die because they lose they've already consumed up the food then you've got billions of microbes upon billions mm -hmm. uh more than what you had in that tea and you can use that to spray or soil drench your fruit trees your garden beds aerate you know foliar spray your your foliar leaves everything that you need to help combat diseases and pests and just take the, you know, a lot of, a lot of plants take in their nutrients on the undersides of their leaves. So you get it oh, under there. Right. It's mm -hmm. really beneficial. And it also, you can add humic acids and some kelp to it. So you're also distributing a little bit of nutrients at the same time. Nice. So it's actually some worm castings or compost in a bucket. You add some kind of sugar, maybe like molasses or you know, I tend to leave out the molasses because they consume it quickly and then they run out oh, uh, and uh -huh. then you, you start to lose. But I do use there, you know, a lot of people use fish hydrolysate. I use an alternative that's a langbanite. It's something from Earthfort for those oh, who are mm -hmm. looking as a vegan alternative instead of fish hydrolysate. I use kelp meal. I use alfalfa meal and some humic acids. Oh, and so those that's great, that tends to be enough to feed my fellas. <laughs> Let's call them fellas. There you yeah. go. Compost tea is one of those things that you should really learn how to do properly. In my book, Grow Your Own Mini Fruit Garden, I do have instructions for how to do it right. 
Because there are a lot of ways to screw it up and you don't want to screw it up or waste your time, I should say, by putting down a substance that's really not very biologically active in the end. So Nice. Well, and worm castings are like explosively bioactive, aren't they? Yes, they are. They're really nutrient dense and they have chitinase, which you and I have talked about before. Oh, yes. Let's (laughs) review that again because that blew my mind. It was like, I've been growing food for 45 years and that was like a... Yeah. So worm castings contain chitinase, which is an enzyme that comes from the inside of the worm. They don't have teeth. They have enzymatic mouth parts. And so they they digest the food using chitinase and that comes out in the castings. And so when you put chitin, when you put the worm castings down around your trees or plants that have aphids or any other sucking insect, then the plants take that up. It comes out into the leaves. And when the bugs start sucking on that, they get the juices. They also get that chitinase. And they're like, why am I falling apart, euphemistically? And then they go away because they don't want to, you know, they're kind of destroying themselves from the inside out. So it works great for that. And worm castings are also really nutrient dense in potassium and a bunch of other stuff. So no, no harm can come from using it. Right. Yeah. Well, we call it gardener's gold, right? That's right. Yeah. So. Chitinase is something that's in worm castings, and chitin is in bugs' bodies. That's right. Yes. And the chitinase destroys the, the chitin, chitin in bugs' bodies. So it, right. it deters them or kills them. Right. Exactly. Yeah that, was, uh, yeah. that was amazing to me when you shared that with me. I was like, oh my gosh, this is the reason I do this podcast is because I get to learn <laughs> cool stuff like that. Mention your book again. My newest book is Grow Your Own Mini Fruit Garden out by Cool Springs Press. And you said your newest book. So you have another book. I have my first book is Gardening for Geeks. And that is all about growing vegetables in small spaces. Nice. Cool. And where can we find you at? You can find me at gardennerd.com, G-A-R-D-E-N-E-R-D. And we're on social media as Garden Nerd One and got a YouTube channel and my own podcast, which you have been on. Yes, I love it. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Well, and thank you so much for joining us today. Absolutely. We hope you enjoyed today's episode of the Urban Farm Podcast. Remember to listen for tips, advice, and resources to help you on your journey with urban farming. You can find us on the web at urbanfarm.org or send us an email to podcast at urbanfarm.org. In the words of Vincent Van Gogh, great things are done by a series of small things brought together. Be encouraged that with each lesson learned and skill developed, you are one step closer in the direction of your dreams. One of the first things that many of us learn when we start to garden is how to water and fertilize the soil. But there is an exception to this rule and it's called foliar feeding. You should foliar feed or water the leaves of your plant with liquid fertilizer when you want certain nutrients to be absorbed better. Not only are the leaves great at uptaking liquid fertilizer, if your soil isn't very good or your pH is off, foliar feeding can help your veggies and fruit trees quickly get the nutrients they need to thrive. If you're ready to start foliar feeding for maximum growth yields and quality, head on over to urbanfarm.org forward slash feed the leaves to see our selection of foliar feeding products. That's urbanfarm.org forward slash feed the leaves.